On this episode, we have a panel discussion about why we think that video marketing should be part of a curriculum of any good college marketing or communications curriculum. If you want to build something that'll last, you need the right tools. And in today's business world, video marketing is the tool you need. So get off the sidelines. Contact the video marketing experts at ThinkMojo and start using video as an essential part of your business strategy. Visit thinkmojo.com slash smart video and get the marketing tools you need for today's business environment. ThinkMojo, videos that move the needle. The video revolution is here and it's changing how business is done. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Carty. Welcome to Video Marketing 2.0, the definitive podcast for all things video marketing. Hi, I'm Joel Gubich, Director of Business at ThinkMojo, and with me is my colleague, Director of Creative Content, Brendan Carty. And today we're joined by the Team Project Manager at ThinkMojo, Amy Caffey. Let's have a panel discussion on video marketing. Should it be taught at college? And what is being taught at college right now when it comes to digital marketing and video marketing? So, Amy... Before you joined us at ThinkMojo, you had worked at the College of Charleston and before that at the uh, University of South Carolina in Columbia, South Carolina. So I thought it would be really interesting to get your perspective on how things, perhaps as much as you know, how things get into a college curriculum. How can a college stay current with technology that seems that seems to be moving very quickly and changing very quickly and we certainly know the world of video marketing is changing uh, pretty quickly sure well I think one of the main problems is the word quickly um, uh, when it comes to changing college curriculums or getting new courses or degrees approved it's a really long slow process um, there's a lot of accreditation stuff that colleges have to go through. Um, in order to uh, get through that, uh, board approvals, things like that. Um, and then there's also just the culture, especially with digital marketing. Um, most marketing programs are housed in business schools and things like that. And unfortunately, you've got a lot of professors there who, quite frankly, just aren't really up to scratch when it comes to digital marketing. Um, they're kind of coming from more of an old school mentality. And so there's really just a whole lot of shift and change that has to happen for colleges to adapt to new programs. And and so quickly, it's almost an oxymoron when you're talking about uh, college accreditation and programming. So Amy, when you say the, uh, you know, there's a lot of teachers there that would not really be up to snuff with digital marketing. So what what's the process there? Is it to bring new people in that have experience in the field, or is it to get those uh, professors up to the up to grade on on the current trends? I think it's probably ideally both. Um, the the easiest way is probably to bring new people in um, that are um, yeah just more up to date on what's going on. Um, you know, younger faculty and staff um, that can bring sort of a new um, I guess outlook and approach to marketing. Um, another solution is also the concept of doing complementary courses that are not uh, degree-seeking courses. So a lot of colleges and schools have continuing ed centers, um, places where you can take, um, you know, uh, special seminars and things like that to kind of complement what you're doing in your degree-seeking courses. And that's one particular solution that, for example, the College of Charleston has done. They have a digital marketing and social media 
uh, seminar course every fall and spring. Um, of course, the problem is when you have undergraduate students that are already busy taking five or six classes a semester, it's kind of hard to expect them to then go, well, yeah, let me sign up for this other seminar um, and do that on top of everything else I'm doing, even though it's very practical. And those of us who are already working see the value in courses like that in terms of going out for a job search. You know, if you have a certification in digital marketing from the College of Charleston, um, in addition to the other, um, you know, qualifications that you have, that's going to look great. But for an undergraduate student, perhaps they're not going to see the value in that um, when it comes to the time that they have available. So here's a question, and maybe this cuts to maybe a a bigger question about liberal arts education and, and, and different four-year universities. So my impression is that when you look at junior colleges and trade schools, right, they're really looking at the job market as it is now, and they want to get you prepared for it now. Whereas a liberal arts school, traditional four-year university is trying to take a longer view and isn't as focused on what you're going to need the first day that you get out of college, but they want to prepare you for, you know, a 40-year career. First of all, you know, feel free to refute that entire basis uh, of a discussion. <laughs> but uh, is that affecting maybe a uh, a decision to go to video marketing, where, where they think like, ah, well, you know, this is something that may be just popular now, but you know, in five years, it's going to be so different that it's not even worth kind of investing in and, and getting a course together for current students. Yeah, I, I think that uh, what you just said is probably true, um, and. You know, every every school and college is different. I mean, I've just worked at a couple of them, and but I've worked with people that have worked at other schools as well. Um, some schools, there is an unwillingness to adopt new things, um, and you'll find that really um, common among some of the faculty. Um, you know, I have worked at a school in, at which, you know, we were trying to sort of compete and come up to speed and be competitive in a really changing um, education market. You know, in the last... 10 years or so, you have all of these for-profit schools cropping up. And if you do a Google search of digital marketing, um, you know, in college, basically the first several results that will come up are places like University of Phoenix, um, Full Sail University, those kind of places. Um, And the thing is, what's happened, I think, in the last few years is because of these for-profit schools emerging, uh, the the traditional, you know, not-for-profit colleges and universities, the ones with the uh, regional accreditations, which are so important and difficult to get, which is why the, uh, the for-profit schools don't have them, um, they're having to sort of react to that and be able to be competitive and offer things that are a little bit more practical and focused on the job market um, rather than just, you know, I'm going to get a, a four-year degree in art history and uh, learn to become a little bit more of adult, an adult in the next four years and gain some general skills and then go on the job market. I think colleges have to be a little bit more competitive now. So I think you're going to see a bit of a change in that. Well, I, I think that we can see, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brendan, but uh, I think we definitely can see the discourse that we have to have with, uh, with people that get in touch with us they, they have degrees in marketing, but it's almost like we have to educate them from scratch on the whole concept of digital marketing and specifically video marketing. And it's I sort of shake my head at that and I said, well, that's such a key part. It's been a key part of marketing for quite some time. It's not like it just started a year ago. Digital marketing has been around for 20 years. I mean, if you want to take the concept of, uh, of a website as digital marketing. 
So why is it that the universities are so slow? I mean, if it's this, I'm going to prepare you for a 40-year career, well, that's already 20 years. Somebody's somebody's already 20 years into their career um, uh, in terms of uh, digital marketing being around, and that's still not being taught at universities. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a stab at that. So I think that one thing that is confusing to a lot of traditional marketers and is pro- probably confusing for universities too, they fall into the trap of viewing video marketing as another iteration of television marketing, right? That these are just essentially television ads. They're just being shown on a computer screen as opposed to a TV. And that's not the case at all because the the way that you you measure the the success of a traditional television campaign is completely different from a, a video marketing campaign. So I, you know, if they, if the people who are already out in the field and may, maybe have been in marketing for 20 years or so are, are slow to, to come around to that, then I would expect that per what Amy is saying that, you know, universities are never going to do anything more quickly than, you know, the professionals are doing. So I, my guess is that there, there may be, even for people in, in the know that there's a, uh, a, a, slow or, or long curve to, to catch up. But I, I think that that's really the, the essence of, uh, of what we're talking about, you know, that you can't look at it, this as just a, you know, a natural extension of, of everything that came before, because it is very different. Uh, this is the first time that you, you're combining content, you know, video content with analytics and being able to tailor different pieces of content to different viewers and uh you know micro targeting and all that kind of stuff so i uh, i think the need is definitely there as to when or what you know why universities have not started teaching it or when they will i don't know but all i think all we can say definitively is that there is a need because we're like you said we're we're seeing it people come in and, and they don't really get why this is different um, well, I was just going to say to Brendan's point that I really do think with liberal arts schools, there's there's a huge hesitation to move into something that almost seems too practical. Um, they sort of have um, very particular ideas about what their mission is, um, and it it's not to respond to necessarily um, what they might see as smaller trends in marketing. Um, it's really it's really more broad than that. Um, but I did do a little Google search, and um, as I said before, some of these uh, non-credit certificate programs are also – well, actually, I'll take that back. They can be for credit or not for credit, but opposed to seeing graduate degrees or undergraduate degrees in digital marketing, um, you'll find that there are several places like George Washington University, uh, Georgetown University, that have a professional certificate in digital marketing or social media marketing. And I think that's their way of kind of answering that need without changing their degree programs. Mm. So you were saying that a liberal arts degree is there to just give you the degree but not necessarily find you a job. Well, yeah, essentially, um, that's the way a lot of faculty look at it. And I know from experience, when we tried to introduce uh, degrees that were more tailored to adult educated um, adult education, so students that, um, you know, were returning to college and already in the working field, there was some disdain (laughs) that we got (laughs) from some faculty, because they just didn't think that's what we were in the business of doing. 
Okay, that six-year college degree at three hundred thousand dollars a pop. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. I guess that that goes into a whole different conversation that I. I mean, I'm itching to have, but I don't know if we we can. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, to Amy's point, I mean, I, I think you you can see it both ways. Like, it's not to get you ready for a job; it's to get you ready for a life, mm-hmm. and a job being you know one obviously important part of that. But it's it's not job training. That having been said, you know, Joel, you bring up the, the, the point like, okay, then why is it so goddamn expensive? And why does it, <laughs> why do you saddle me with this debt that I, you know, cannot, you know, reasonably pay off because I don't have any job skills? So uh, I, I think there is a very good argument for both sides. Well, let's talk about the job skills that m- might be taught in, I mean, if we could envision a course or maybe a curriculum for video marketing at a university level. That would be maybe part of a business um, degree, a communications degree, a marketing degree. What do you think would be part of that? How, how would you envision uh, what, what subject matter should be delved into? If you're going to ask me, I think, the, uh, I think number one, you need to understand about uh, the I, – I, to give a really broad, meaningless answer, the whole ecosystem of uh, – online video and, and video marketing and how there are so many different uses for it. You know, it's not just to uh, explain a product or sell a product, you know, and that kind of goes back to what I was saying before, you know, that if you just compare it to television advertising, that's a very narrow uh, viewpoint. There are so many different ways that you can use video marketing from something that looks like a TV ad, right? That is introducing your product and, you know, a sort of branding piece, or you can go down into tutorials, onboarding videos, uh, you know, branded content that's sort of borderline entertainment pieces. So I think before you you understand how to make or create quality video marketing, you need to understand all of the iterations of video marketing. So I would say that would be you know, the, the primer. That would be video marketing 101. Okay. And, and so after that, I could see a curriculum then going into more specifics, sort of like um, you could get really dirt under the fingernails, like video production techniques. You know, there are different techniques that are involved. Um, one that's really important, I could see the overlap with the business community, and that is, I mean, the business degree, and that is video analytics, big data. Big data is driving so much of online um, commerce these days. And it's increasingly an important part of video marketing. So I would see a, a whole separate course in video analytics. Um, distribution. I mean, that's a big part of any digital marketing, but that, that sort of dovetails also with advertising. I mean, there's in marketing, there's courses, full courses just on, on advertising. So I could see that would dovetail with, uh, with that, that part of uh, a curriculum as well. I would think it's and almost then, a counterpoint to advertising because as um, Brendan said, you know, a video is not a commercial and it's actually very different because of the internet ecosystem. You know, people find your video. They aren't, um, the video isn't shown to them on a commercial where they're sort of forced to watch it. Um, and that also goes back to those analytics and how important those are because of the nature of the internet, because you constantly have to analyze how your video is being received because people are either choosing to watch it or not. And then you have to sort of regroup and um, maybe tweak your video or the ways that you're sharing it online. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I think what what goes hand in hand with that is uh, sales and buyer psychology or viewer psychology. That's such a key part of writing the scripts of of the visuals. And again, something that I'm I'm just looking at where things from a college perspective, where things would sort of overlap with other other degrees or, or other things that are being taught. So that it's not like this is coming out of the blue. There are things that, you know, the psychology of buying, which is I'm sure there are courses at university because that's a major part of uh, the the commerce ecosystem um, is understanding buyer psychology. Yeah. I would want I would want to have part of that as part of this curriculum as well. Yeah, and one thing you mentioned, you know, like where where does it sort of dovetail with uh, existing college programs? And I think that as much as we talk about how specific video marketing is and different from TV marketing and all that stuff, at its core, it still follows the same basic mar- marketing principles, which is you need to understand your audience, you need to understand their fears, their desires, their needs. And everything else kind of flows from there. So, you know, I, I don't think this is has to, like you said, be something that is just out of nowhere and, and people need to learn from scratch. It can be an offshoot of the things that they're already learning, but just a little bit more specific to this field, which, you know, is going to change, obviously, over the next few years, 10 years, et cetera. But I think it's it's a it's a, a new way of doing things that is only going to grow and not necessarily just disappear. Well, I could see somebody writing the book on this. By the time it's done being written, it's already out of date. <laughs> exactly. That's, <laughs> and that's what the university is worrying about, right? Because they, they don't want to uh, do anything that is going to be obsolete in in, uh, in a couple of years. But I think that, you know, to that larger point, I, you know, it's not it, – sure, it will be different. But for those who think that, you know, digital marketing or video marketing is a fad – it's not going away. It's just going to change. And in, and in many ways, it's just going to get bigger. And those changes are going to be a result of that growth. So, you know, it's not something that you can ignore and pretend like, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's not even worth investing in. But it is. It's, it's a moving target. So how do you how do you hit it? That's the challenge. And, you know, maybe that's why it's uh, it's something that's being adapted in certificate programs and um, continuing education centers at colleges and universities because you can change things more quickly. Um, if something is not a four-credit course, a traditional four-credit course, you're, you have a lot more flexibility in the content. Um, and to that point as well, when it comes to teaching digital marketing, it's really a skill um, that requires the ability to constantly be looking for the new information, um, keeping up with trends, um, reading blogs, um, reading the latest analytics on you know what the user base is like on Facebook versus Twitter, for example. So I think that's part of what has to be taught is that if you're going to be involved in digital marketing, you always have to stay up on what's going on. It's a big part of the job. And I would say, and that would be, I think, a plug for actually uh, traditional liberal arts education. If there's one thing that a liberal arts education tries to instill in you, it's the idea of lifelong learning. So mm-hmm. you're not going to know everything after four years that will, you're not going to you know, collect all of the knowledge you will need for the next 60 years of your life, but you will be given the skills to then continue learning and, and, and acquire whatever uh, knowledge or skills that you need from then on. So, you know, Joel, I know you, you're, 
you want to you want to slam on the the four year college, but I think there is some wisdom in that approach. Granted, the the tuition is ridiculous, and those those funny jackets with the uh, like the the pads on the arms are kind of absurd, and I don't see them anywhere else but college campuses. But that aside. I think that they're on onto something. <laughs> well, I might red red shirt a degree in video marketing. Red shirt a degree. I think you're mixing <laughs> metaphors there, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, I think uh, this was a, a great panel discussion about something that obviously we're very passionate about, and that is trying to get the education level of video of marketers uh, up to a higher level when it comes to video marketing. So. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. And you can subscribe to this podcast, get complete access to the video tips and show notes by going to vmpodcast.com. That's vmpodcast.com. And of course, you can download, listen to previous episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. So for Brendan, Amy, and myself, we look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Video Marketing 2.0. Thanks for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0, presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts, at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information. <laughs>